0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment of H2 Tech Talk, the podcast series by H2 Tech, the Hydrogen Technology Journal from Gulf Energy Information. My name is Tyler Campbell, Managing Editor for H2 Tech and your host for this week's H2 Tech Talk. Today, we'll be having a conversation with Rich Craig, Vice President of Technical and Regulatory Affairs with the the Compressed Gas Association. How are you doing today, Rich? I'm
1: very well, Tyler, and I want to thank you for this opportunity to talk about CGA hydrogen and our Safe Hydrogen project.
0: Yeah, no problem. Um, thanks a lot for for joining us. You know, I, I appreciate you taking a uh, some time out of your busy schedule. Uh, so, should we go ahead and get started with the first question, Rich? Sure. Okay. So, uh, how about you start by telling us about the Compressed Gas Association and um, how it's related to hydrogen and your thoughts on how the hydrogen industry has changed over time.
1: Sure. Um, Well, the Compressed Gas Association was founded in, in 1913. We're a standards developing organization and a trade association for the compressed gas industry. We have over 140 members, companies in the U.S. and Canada, some of which uh, are probably uh, known to, to, your, to your listeners. We have yeah, Air Liquide, Air Products, Linde, Matheson, Messer, Chart, Plug Power, are some of our members. Uh, it's a, a unique group, and they, they produce and move a large portion of the hydrogen used not only in North America, but in fact, the world. And how are we related to hydrogen? Well, we wrote our first hydrogen standard in 1955, nearly 70 years ago. So we do know hydrogen. Uh, Our members have been involved in hydrogen production and transport and storage for
0: many, many, many years. Wow, Uh, 1955. Yep. Uh, yeah. Very long time. Yes. Uh, uh, so do you have um, any thoughts on how the industry has changed over time? Yeah. Um, yeah I've, I've been with uh,
1: not not around in the industry, not as long as CGA has been around, but I've been in the industry for many, many years. Uh, first with uh, uh, Linde Praxair, where I held operations, engineering, corporate roles, and for the past 12 years with with CGA. And over that, that whole time period, I've seen hydrogen grow from primarily an industrial product used in applications like chemical feedstocks and rocket propellants to essential products for building computer chips and such, to its position today as a widely anticipated
0: means to help Decarbonize the economy. See, because uh, if I'm not mistaken, um, the hydrogen fuel cells were used in in rockets a while back, right? Right, right. Hi, r- hydrogen
1: fuel cells were were used, you know, in in rockets and in in spacecraft. In fact, uh, you remember the movie Apollo 13? That was, you know, fuel cells were very integral to the
0: uh, to the events that happened on that flight. All right, all right. So your your latest in initiative, uh, the Safe Hydrogen Project, it, it launched a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, why is the initiative so important? Yeah. Uh,
1: well, Tyler, the the Safe Hydrogen Project is is a resource, a toolbox, if you will, where people can go for information about hydrogen and its characteristics. It has, and and a lot more is coming, uh, information that'll be useful for people new to hydrogen, to practitioners designing and operating things like hydrogen refueling stations, and for the more general populace that want to better understand hydrogen. We all know that hydrogen can be a volatile element But we also know when it's managed correctly, it's no more dangerous than gasoline or diesel or any other fuel. So safe handling and other safety procedures need to be built into every step of the market. And this is where our safe hydrogen project comes in. The hydrogen standards maps that we have as part of the safe hydrogen project can can help ade- identify the more than thirty operations and design focused standards CGA already has and the standards we're developing. It also has videos and one pagers and infographics and more information about hydrogen. So you know, we want it to be a a good place for people who are who are new to hydrogen or who have who have been handling hydrogen for many years to come and get information.
0: I see. So would this be a good resource for like the general public to, you know, help perception of hydrogen? Right. It is. We do have information
1: about hydrogen and, um, it's, it's characteristics. Um, what has to, how you have to handle it and, uh, that there are standards in place that will will ensure, help ensure that uh, the practitioners, the the people who are building uh, and operating hydrogen uh, refueling stations and such, uh, build things in a a safe manner. We did some research in 2021, which found that 92% of consumers want to know that hydrogen safe before they'll consider using it or supporting it. You know, public perception is very important in promoting hydrogen. And public awareness is growing uh, about hydrogen. I mean, it's even making into subplots of movies. I don't know if you saw recently or saw the recent uh, movie, The Glass Onion, uh, which has a, a hydrogen theme to it, and it's not necessarily a positive theme to it. But hydrogen, there are hazards with hydrogen, but there are mitigations for those hazards and having safety standards will help persuade people that, uh, and help people understand that hydrogen isn't synonymous with the Hindenburg. It can be used and has been used safely for many, many, many years.
0: Uh, the glass onion. I'm going to have to look that one up. Yeah. Um, yep. So, uh, so clearly, th- this initiative is is making a big push for safety and harmonized standards. Um, can you talk to me a little bit about why these standards are important?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the public's perception that hydrogen um, standards need to be in place to make hydrogen safe to use. So that is why we have we have built these standards, to develop these standards to help people understand that hydrogen can be used safely. Um, that that's been been our message. Safety has been our our message for for many many years, and this is this hydro, uh, safe hydrogen project is is just an extension of our of our focus on providing standards and guidance to the industry and to the public at large on how to use industrial gases safely. And hydrogen is a a big piece of that. Uh, People are becoming more aware of it and having standards and promoting standards and making information available to both the public and to the practitioners. Again, those who design, build and operate uh, things like hydrogen refueling stations uh, need to be able to find the information to ensure that the uh, hydrogen is used and it continues to be
0: used safely. So are there any specific standards off the top of your head that um, might be of interest to our audience?
1: Yeah, let me let me mention one
0: that that we have, or actually a couple that
1: we have on safely venting hydrogen and uh, having things like canopies over hydrogen refueling stations. If if you're refueling a, a hydrogen fuel cell vehicle, just like if you were refueling a car with gasoline or diesel, you certainly don't want to stand out in the rain while doing so. So, uh, hydrogen refueling stations, like like most gas stations, have canopies. Hydrogen is a very light gas that tends to rise when it's released. And if those canopies aren't designed correctly, they can trap hydrogen, leading to unfortunate con- consequences. So, that's one part, our our standard on how... How you design and install roofs over things like uh, hydrogen dispensers at, at refueling stations. Another is that that, hydri- that when hydrogen does get vented, uh, which will happen during normal operations, it's done safely through properly designed and installed vent systems. And a new a new uh, concern with vent systems that that we're currently working on is noise. Um, we've had a hydrogen venting standard for many years and noise was, was not a concern because as I, I said before, most of the applications were in industrial uses where the venting of the hydrogen system was probably one of the quieter things that occurred uh, in that operation. But as, as hydrogen is moving out into the more public domain to things like hydrogen refueling stations, noise from venting is becoming a concern. You don't wanna have uh, something that's creating noise in a, in a hydrogen refueling station that's located in a, in a commercial area, for example, where noise might be objectionable. So you know, understanding how to vent hydrogen safely and how to do it in a manner that uh, doesn't create a nuisance from noise is important. And it's it's one of the pieces we're working on.
0: Wow, that's really interesting. I didn't realize that that was a, that was a concern. Thank you for that. Um, so, well, it seems like everyone is, is, is announcing deals uh, to build out facilities recently. What safety advice do you have for companies that are entering into the hydrogen industry? It,
1: Basic advice is make sure you know and follow the requirements, the codes, the standards, the regulations, the best practices for the type of facility you're building. Um, I like to tell people here, some of them are tired of hearing it, that standards are history lessons. They're often written because something bad happened and the requirements are put in place to keep that event from happening again. So, Understanding the codes and standards and requirements is very important and understanding why the mitigations are in place is very important. People who have dealt with hydrogen over many years uh, understand that better because they've lived some of that history. Uh, Some of the, the new players may not understand all the background and Understanding the requirements and following the codes and standards helps them ensure that they can operate their facilities safely. So that that you know, most importantly, people don't get hurt. And of, of a, a secondary importance is that you know, facilities and and equipment doesn't get doesn't get damaged during operation. So if, of course.
0: So since standards are the back. Phone, uh, for the rapid growth of this industry, where do you see the industry going?
1: Well, um, as I said, it it is it is evolving now as as hydrogen is being used. You know, at this point, a, a lot of the discussion and a lot of the the news on hydrogen deals with mobility, fuel cell vehicles, be they. Be they passenger vehicles, be they heavy-duty, medium-duty trucks and such, are, are very much in the news. But hydrogen is also being considered uh, for decarbonizing other industries, cement and steel are two that that come to mind very quickly. So, you know, as as work continues on decarbonizing the economy. Hydrogen will become more and more of a player in that in that decarbonization effort in wider and wider applications. and And it will still be used in in a lot of other applications. Again, you know it is it is very fundamental for building computer chips that that run everything anymore. So you know they'll there'll be the the existing need for hydrogen and the new the new applications that that are cropping up all the time,
0: what do you think the next ten years looks like for hydrogen? How does your project ensure that we get there? Well, um, yeah,
1: hydrogen, as I said, it's being used more and more. Some projections I've seen recently are that demand's going to go up by by five six seven eight times depending upon who you who you deal with so you know it is it is going to the use of hydrogen is going to grow uh, as a mobility fuel um, and as as uh, fuels and and uh, applications and things that that aren't Fuel-related or mobility-related. Again, decarbonizing steel and and cement manufacturers, and that's only know what we know today. You know, people are are discovering new uses for for hydrogen all the time. You know, not only uh, uses, but but better ways to produce it uh, that have have a much much lower um, carbon impact. So you know. It, it's it's wide open at the at the moment but you know one thing i can say regardless of of where it's used and how it's used it's got to be it has to start with people feeling that it can be used safely and standards and codes are are the backbone as as you the term you used to that to that perception so that people will feel that it is safe to use and can continue to use it as the applications uh, present themselves.
0: That makes sense. You know, I mean, like you said earlier, there's still a lot of association with hydrogen and uh, the Hindenburg and Mm -hmm. perception is is usually the most important thing um, these these circumstances. Right, and that
1: and that's where our our safe hydrogen project comes in. You know, it is a it is a as I said, a toolbox for information for the people who are who are using hydrogen, but it also has information about uh, hydrogen in general and and more focused toward the general public, so that they can understand hydrogen. Understand the hazards because hydrogen does have hazards, but again, understand that there are mitigations to those hazards that allow
0: it to be used safely. Fair enough. So uh, that's pretty much all I had for you today, Rich. Um, unless you had anything you wanted to add. What I what I would do is
1: is invite your audience to go to go look at our our websites. Uh, the first one is safehydrogenproject.org, and the other, our general website is cganet.com, where you can find our, our Safe Hydrogen Project and all the information that that we have on hydrogen.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you again, Rich, for, for joining me today. This was, a, I think it was a fantastic episode. Very important. Good. Good. Well, thank you, Tyler. Anytime. And thank you to the audience for joining us for another episode of H2 Tech Talk. Please remember to share and subscribe.